the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time in the Scottish Cup final, Rangers nil, Hearts nil at the break. The Rangers subs have returned from the dressing room. They're out knocking the ball around as their Hearts counterparts have been doing for the entirety of the break. Is it too early for either manager to be thinking about turning to those behind them? I would be very surprised unless someone was injured, Gordon, but there was no evidence anyone was carrying anything. I would expect them to go like for like. I think, as I said earlier on, I felt both managers have been relatively happy. Just looking for a little bit more uh, purpose in the final third from both teams. In terms of freshness, Gordon, the, the options are there for Rangers. Fashion Sakala didn't play as much as some of his teammates the other night. Kamal Roof certainly didn't, although you have to assume maybe he's still struggling a bit, and that's why he didn't start the game. Glenn Kamara's in there having played the other night, and, well, how can we fail to mention Aaron Ramsey? I'm not sure anything ever completely makes up for the type of incident that we had on Wednesday night, but if he could come on here and grab the winner in a Scottish Cup final, he would sign off on a high. Yeah, it certainly would uh, make up for Wednesday night, uh, Gordon, a little bit. But you're talking about substitutions for Rangers. I see Sakala a bit of pace, as I pointed out. The heart's weakness for me is down the flanks. Get him in behind. And obviously a roof for a vocal point through the middle. But Hearts, I think Robbie Nielsen would be delighted with Hearts. He'll stay the same and see how it goes. Well, we'll need to get Halliday on at some point as well, surely. But both teams come out unchanged. John McLaughlin uh, with Rangers, obviously, the cup goalkeeper. Tavernier, Bassey, Lundstrom, Goldson, Diallo, Davis, Kent, Aribo, Balogun and Arfield. So unchanged there after the break and same for Hearts. Craig Gordon in goal. Kingsley, Suter, Haring, Boyce, Atkinson, Devlin, Cochrane, Mackay, Halkett and Sims all return for the second half, as does the man in the middle. It's Willie Collum. Red, white and blue smoke bombs being let off in the Rangers end. That's just going to drift nicely onto the pitch, just in time for the second half kicking off. There'll be a limited view, I think, for the three of us again. But if the first half's anything to go by, there should be a cracker in the second half. In theory, we're 45 minutes away. It might be longer, but it's not long before we find out who will be the winner of the Scottish Cup final in 2022. Rangers against Hearts, the second half about to get underway. Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. Yeah, we are back underway for the second half of the Scottish Cup final. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean and Fraser Wishart in the studio alongside us as well. It was flares from the Hearts fans before kickoff and it's now flares from the Rangers fans that the smoke has now made its way over to the other side of the pitch. So both sets of fans uh, getting their displays in, Fraser. Yeah, it seems to be a thing of the flares. Uh, you've got to be careful, they're a bit dangerous. People don't want them there, but uh, certainly very colourful and it makes it look fantastic. But uh, the key points now is down to the players. How can one of, one team or the other find a way of winning this game? Because they've kind of cancelled each other out. It's been a good game to watch. I've, I've enjoyed it. There's not been a lot of saves for either goalkeeper. There's been a few half chances here and there. A couple of standouts, Diallo and, uh, and Sims at, at either end. So... You wonder, the guys were talking there at half-time about changes and I think it's too early, but uh, when do managers make the changes and when it's nil-nil, sometimes they're a bit reluctant to make that change and go for it in case they open things up. So that, that'll be the key part of the second half. When do the changes take place and what impact do they have? Across from Ryan Kent towards the back post, Ahmad Diallo got up, but the ball was just too high for him and it's had to be headed out for a Rangers corner by Taylor Moore but well, that's a positive start for the half for Rangers yeah very much so um, if there are going to be any problems with fatigue they will 
present themselves in the second half but the way that Ryan Kent bombed on there and got that ball across he's clearly not suffering yeah quick start to the half for Rangers James Tavernier standing over this corner puts the one hand in the air as he normally does delivers Leon Balligan unable to get his head on it Ryan Kent will switch it back towards the back post but it wasn't accurate yeah, enough yeah. and not Hearts not can enough. deal with that one easily but yeah. that has been a, a theme really a lot of the deliveries into the box haven't been too good there was the Bassi delivery for Ahmad Diallo's header but apart from that a lot of them not finding their man well, you see the frustrations that uh, people have with Ryan Kent because he's got all the ability in the world and he opens up the half by doing the step over bursting past Atkinson brilliant cross to the back post and then when the corner that comes from that move comes to him he's got plenty of time to go in with his better right foot and uh, he just lobs it up in the air and it's a poor cross and headed easily away by Hearts another chance to deliver for Ryan Kent cuts onto his right foot before playing it back to Calvin Bassey it's a 1-2 a really smart 1-2 to get Bassey into a place to deliver but that one goes out for another Rangers corner we talk about those deliveries into the box not quite hitting the mark there's two sides to it really there's the the actual delivery and whoever the man is in the box that's yeah. making the movement and with Rangers not having an Alfredo Morelos or a Kemar Roof that's used to making those runs it, it can be a bit harder as well yeah and you've seen the Tavernier at times come in at that back post as well but it's been Diallo so you're kind of looking at somebody who's obviously much smaller but if you know there's there's nowhere else there. You've actually got to just put it in the, to the area anyway. Don't wait. You know, just put a good ball into the box. The, the one, the one there from Kent that came out to him from the corner. It was headed clear. He had plenty of time to put a ball in, and he just sclaffed it, and it was easily cleared. And that's, I think, a, a source of frustration for Rangers. That was a strange one there. Willie Collum seemed to give a corner to Rangers, but that's now been changed to a goal kick to Hearts. A lot of the Hearts players were complaining when the uh, decision was initially given, but it mm. has been. I don't know whether it was the assistant on the far side that is overruled Willie Collum who definitely pointed to the corner flag first of all Ellis Sims at the other end just unable to keep the ball out but the guys were talking about it that at half time just Ellis Sims a lot of the time you may get a striker that's that's strong or a striker that's quick but he he combines both which makes him very very good when he's at the top of his game yeah, you wonder whether would Rangers how you look at him you know, when you're looking to maybe add to well, just now when you've only got a couple of strikers that uh, Gio Van Brockhurst thinks he can trust I think Eaton's on his way out so you've got Roof who's injured Morelos injured would they bring him in as a squad player because you know, for a, a relatively low amount he's certainly got a lot of ability I, I think the problem for Hearts is that he's done so well that he'll attract attention down south from maybe from championship clubs as well so if he is going to leave Everton there'll be plenty of clubs in there Well there are only two clubs who can really afford them and that's Celtic and Rangers so um, Celtic don't need them Hugh No um, although that's up to Ange Postacoglu but uh, Hearts now free kick first chance to lay a glove on Rangers in the second half nearly five minutes in Rangers started very positively uh, now Barry Mackay with the free kick see if he can cause any damage yeah deep free kick from Barry Mackay floated in towards the back stick but it was James Tavernier that wins the header and Joe Aribo will put that one out for a throw in but once again it's the head of a defender that gets there first as has been the case with a lot of the balls into the box from both sides at each end that's a better ball by Mackay though you know, they kind of drifted it into a really good area it was Kingsley going up there and I think Tavernier headed away back post that was better a lot of the balls from wider areas especially from dead balls have been behind uh, the Hearts uh, forward line but uh, Rangers have started the second half well started it brightly started it on top and looked at a better threat than Hearts yeah, Calvin Bassey just showing his pace and strength there and he's fouled in the process but we saw him do that 
defensively a lot when the ball was played in behind him on Wednesday night and he was able to to hold men off this time he was the one knocking the ball by uh, Nathaniel Atkinson there and just brushes him out the way before forcing Atkinson to slide in and foul him yeah great pace and strength just full of confidence amazing what a run in the team and playing well can do he just looks as if he could do anything and, and the lad at the moment he's playing so well and that was just Positive. He got the ball down, made his mind up quickly, knocked it by Atkinson, really tested the defender's pace, and Bassey got to the ball. So he's, he's been one of Rangers' better players again tonight. Leon Balligan just carrying the ball forward, skipping by a couple of Hearts players before finding Calvin Bassey, who's in a more advanced position now. Oh. And he's done a wee Zidane roulette there past one of the Hearts defenders, but he was crowded out. It was sort of three on one in the end there, but that's. Another side to his game, Calvin Bassey, that I don't think I've seen before. I think the crowd have lapped that up. Uh, no end product on that occasion, but he is one strong guy and uh, very entertaining and very productive for Rangers. And that, of course, is the side of the park where it was Calvin Bassey who created the goal that beat Celtic in the semi-final. You can have your choice of who actually scored that goal, but it was Bassey's hard work going down that flank that brought it about. I mean, that's just a sign of confidence, isn't it, Fraser? Yeah. He'll feel like he can do anything at the moment. And and also really good fitness. Um, and if you're at the top of your game, yeah, you, when you're playing well, you just do things without even thinking about it. And you can see there, as you were talking about that fantastic turn, it was, it was a brilliant turn inside the box, which you've never seen from him before. But it, rightly, I mean, if you can't be confident after this performance the other night, then you're not going to be confident at anything. Yeah, well, Rangers having the bulk of possession so far in this second half but yet to really create an opportunity two best chances of the game one coming from Ellis Sims who hit the post for Hearts and then Ahmad Diallo's header at the other end was headed over but no real openings in this half so far as Rangers just pass the ball about try and move that Hearts defence about there's a ball in from Diallo it's a brilliant defensive header towards the edge of the box and Hearts able to launch that one long but Ellis Sims could cause a problem for Rangers here John McLaughlin's decided to come for it and it looked the right decision because Sims was winning that foot race with yeah. Leon Balligan and Balligan can shift it just shows you that Sims has is, is, is got a bit of pace as well yes he's a big lad and he can hold it and he can flick it on but uh, he, he is a threat in behind and that's what Hearts use quite a lot you know they, they do tend to let him spin and uh, both Mackay and particularly Boyce come to the ball but uh, yeah he, 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 he the legs of Balligan there but McLaughlin read it well that pace can really help defenders out as well because that ball was just launched kind of aimlessly up the park and Ellis Sims just can create something yeah. out of that he can cause problems just by using his pace to try and get in behind and, and battle with the Rangers defenders yeah he's causing all sorts of problems but uh, Hearts eight minutes in to the second half haven't yet been the cohesive unit they were first half uh, Rangers looking the more purposeful uh, as the ball is Put out the park by Rangers. <laughs> uh, Straight pass from Stephen Davis that time. Yeah. The longer this goes on, the greater the potential for a solitary goal winning this cup final. Uh, we're getting towards the, the time when Giovanni Van Bronckers might look and assess who's uh, feeling the pace more than anybody else. Changes might be made next five minutes. Well, every player on the pitch will be desperate to win this game, but. Guys like Stephen Davis, who may well be coming towards the end of his Rangers career, he'll be desperate to end it if it is to be the end of his Rangers career to be up there lifting the trophy. Yeah, he was injured, injured, interviewed at the end of the game the other night, and he was utterly devastated. And uh, you could see 
in his face that he, maybe he knows he's coming towards the end of his career maybe he knows he's not going to offer a new contract I think I said earlier his choice would be to stay I think but uh, I think the club's choice might be otherwise and I think for Stephen Davis it would be fitting if he was to, to, to win this win this trophy because he's been a, a fantastic professional and she was talking earlier on about Northern Ireland I mean he's 37 and he's still playing for Northern Ireland he's not decided uh, no, I can retire so terrific football and he's began to have a bit more influence in this second half first half I think he was getting the ball far too deep but all of a sudden now he's getting the ball in the centre circle he's getting the ball in good areas and uh, Rangers dominating the play at the moment without threatening Craig Gordon's goal Yeah someone that Rangers fans will remember fondly Stephen oh, yeah. Davis nine major honours I believe he's got this would be a tenth if they're able to get That's it over correct, the line today yeah. uh, you know, he, he got out oh Craig Gordon there a bit too casual <laughs> but he gets the ball away eventually uh, Steve Davis left uh, when Rangers had their problems of administration liquidation uh, he looked after his career went down south had a, a good career and no one held that against him when he returned to Rangers uh, because they were the fans knew they were getting a quality football player and uh, so it has turned out uh, devoted to the club and this would be a wonderful swan song if indeed it is to be a swan song yeah well uh, you can see a few of the players warming up at the side of the pitch now as Ryan Kent is stopping his tracks so he tries to make a run but this is the time maybe maybe slightly too early but in the next five minutes or so yeah. that you think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst or Robbie Nielsen might think right something needs to change here and, and looking behind them to see who's capable of making that change well, I think this is where the undercorn uh, managers you know because they do have a situation where it's a bit of a stalemate for all Rangers have been most of the possession they haven't threatened Craig Gordon's goal in the second half just seen that from Craig Gordon there <laughs> it was the, the pass back from Craig Halkett how calm was Craig Gordon though yeah. just with the outside of his boot just to, to scoop the ball past the onrushing Joe Aribo yeah, he's improved in that area no end but yeah this is where the, the, the managers make their, their, their money you know it's the big decisions will Robbie Nielsen you know, 0-0 with Rangers in the cup final will he change things his front three are playing fairly well will he change in the midfield because of Haring's situation what, what does he do I think Rangers will be the ones that maybe make the first change I think maybe Diallo might be the one that sacrificed maybe Ramsey or Wright could, could come on you're looking for Roof, you're looking at Sakala, at some point, at some point Roof would come on at 0-0. So yeah, and do you change the formation? Do you go with two up? Do you go with a, a different formation? I think in finals like this, when it's quite tense, quite nervy, managers tend to just stick with it in the hope that their team can pinch the, the goal. And uh, as you said earlier, I think it's one goal might win this one, Hugh. Mm, um, it certainly looks that way. Uh, as I say, the longer the second half goes on, we'll find out if Rangers have any issues with Fatigue after Seville on Wednesday, uh, but no sign of it that, that I can see Fraser and uh, any Rangers player. No, in the first half, after half an hour, they kinda, the tempo dropped a wee bit, but they've come out at the start of the second and been on the front foot. And uh, Tavernier has been a wee bit more lively, a bit more in the box, and that's one of his great 40s. Well, it's a great ball, ball, ball over the top by Ahmad Diallo, and Ryan Kent takes it down, but. Craig Gordon is brave he comes out and collects the ball at the feet of Ryan Kent but a fantastic ball over the top to release Ryan Kent who just couldn't keep the ball close enough to him and get it away from Craig Gordon well it was great stuff from Craig Gordon uh, Ryan Kent clearly on side no problems in that direction Kent brings it under control but right away he finds Craig Gordon all over him uh, and that's another good intervention from the goalkeeper and the captain yeah, it wasn't even the worst touch from Ryan Kent as no. well, but Craig Gordon was just quick to come off his line and collect. Experienced goalkeeping, he's probably red, and there's a yellow card, I think, for, yeah. for a replay. Yeah, well, they call him let 
play go on there It's Liam Boyce that's down But it is a first booking for a Rangers player In this game so far And just trying to work out exactly who it was That made the challenge It was a late one I think by Ahmad Diallo Just slides in and catches Liam Boyce Just after he released the ball <laughs> Willie Collum trying to let play carry on The ball went out of play And Ahmad Diallo has since been booked yeah, that was a yellow card as well. Yeah, there's not been too much in a way of bad tackles in the game, but uh, yeah, young lad deserved a yellow for that one. Well, if you're interested in your English football at all, Sunderland one 0 up against Wickham in the League One playoff final. Bit of Scottish interest in there. I was going to say Scotland international Ross Stewart up front, but he's not been captured yet, has no. he? He was in the last squad, but didn't make it off the bench. He's starting up front for Sunderland in that game alongside Patrick Roberts. Celtic yeah. fans will remember, of course. And Sunderland managed by a Scott, Alec Neil, uh, who took over from Lee Johnson, now the the new Hibs manager, yeah, yeah. and uh, the the effect he's had on Sunderland has been instantaneous. Need Sunderland need to get back up very quickly. Oh, yeah. They've been in the playoffs a couple of times, and goodness to see a club like that. And when you watch that uh, documentary of the relegation yep. year, wow, wow, what a mess! Well, Alec Ray will be happy to know that his former club are one up. Uh, Still highly regarded that uh, Sunderland is Alec Ray. Just quickly on the playoffs up here as well. Uh, a good game between St Johnson and Inverness last night. You, I think, would have got good money if you'd if you'd bet on Inverness getting back into the game at half time because they looked well out of it at half time, didn't they? Yeah, even up until the, the, the goal. Actually, you didn't think Inverness were going to be in it at all. Two 0 Callum Davison will be absolutely furious. I mean, two great goals. Young Reese McAleer looks. He looks a right good player. Never mind his free kick. I think his, his first goal was a good finish as well. And tall lad, and uh, I think done his career no harm by coming up to Inverness, who are, who are, who are really short on numbers. Well, that was and a foul by Ahmad Diallo there, who's got to be careful because he was only booked a few moments ago for a challenge on Liam Boyce. He's gone sliding in again there, and Willie Collum's gone over and had a word with him, but. You've got to think he's only got one more in him, Ahmad Diallo, because... And that's why the big hook may come out shortly. Um, because you can't have a team reduced to 10 men uh, when they're already talking about potential fatigue after Seville. So you'll need to be careful, or Giovanni Van Bronckers may decide to take the situation into his own hands and uh, make a change. Yeah, well, Rangers do have options in that area that they can bring on. Fashion Sakala, who was subbed on on Wednesday and then subbed off again <laughs> which he's normally smiling Fashion Sakala all the time didn't look too yeah. happy when he was being taken off which is understandable but managers need to make these tough decisions at times yeah and, and he played an hour it wasn't if he was on for 10 minutes yeah. and taken off he played as well into extra time and it was it was a tactical reason his, uh, his Scott Wright warms up yeah, so Scott well, Wright may be the one he's stripped and ready to come on Scott Wright and you'd think there's a good chance it'll be Ahmad Diallo I would think there's an excellent chance it'll be Diallo um he, you know, he's had a great chance to score Hasn't taken it He's been justifiably yellow carded He's drifted out of the game uh, And he's a potential risk of a, another yellow card So I think that will be the change Yeah, it may have been a change that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was thinking about anyway But sometimes yeah. something happens in a match That makes the manager turn round just a, a bit quicker And tells the player to, <laughs> to get stripped and come on And that might have been what happened on that occasion As Calvin Bassey Takes the ball down on the left side of the box and Ryan Kent, well, he felt he was fouled by Liam Boyce, but it's gone the other way. The two of them just seem to run into each other yeah. almost. There's Giovanni Van Bronckhorst can't believe that that was given, but not sure it was a foul either way, was it? No, I mean, Kent just flicked the ball back and I think he... Kent probably had more of a claim for a foul than Boyce, but for me it was, it was neither. Just let the game flow, but... Uh, 
I think you're right about Diallo. It depends who you are. I mean, if you're Conor Goldson and uh, you're in that situation, they probably expect you to see your way through the game and you're vital to the team. But Diallo has drifted in and out today and he's he had that brilliant chance, as you've seen, and also that brilliant pass to, to Ryan Kent that was thwarted by, by Craig Gordon. But other than that, there's not been much from him today. Yeah, well, there is the change. The board goes up. Number nine in red, Ahmad Diallo coming off. Number 23 in green, that'll be Scott Wright coming on. A man who, in the last couple of months, has really resurrected his Rangers career yeah. hadn't really hit the ground running at all since he came in about a year and a half ago now had been in rotation maybe it looked as if he'd been frozen out for a while but he's played a big part for Rangers over the last few weeks yeah potential match winner you're bringing on uh, Diallo not looking happy at all I, I suspect that's the last anyone will see of him in a Rangers jersey uh, go back to Man United as their transition begins um it hasn't worked out for him let's be honest you know he, he came with a fanfare of trumpets he scored in his debut against Ross County but he failed to make a telling contribution at Ibrook so I think he's waving bye bye to the fans and Scott Wright carries a threat yeah you almost forget that there was a bit of fanfare when he joined just because Aaron Ramsey joined so quickly afterwards and that overshadowed the whole thing but he came with a lot of promise because of his price tag and how much Manchester United had paid for him a deal that I think could potentially rise to around £37 million yeah. it's reported with, with bonuses but it's not really worked out for him at, at Rangers despite slightly more positive performances in the last couple of weeks well he was sent to, to become a better player and to learn something and uh, he'll certainly have learned from his time at Rangers you know, because Playing first team football No matter where you are It's a totally different level And uh, Rangers are, are a team who, who are on the front foot All the time So you're going to get Plenty of the ball But you're also coming up Against good pros In the Scottish League as well So a lot hasn't ha- happened for him Hasn't worked out for him Man you need to be hoping That he's learned from that And he needs to up his game Yeah but John Suter Just picking up the ball Around the halfway line now Hearts Looking to make their first real impact going forward of this second half. It's a wonderful delivery in by Nathaniel Atkinson towards the head of Ellis Sims. It was just too high for him, but the cross from deep had a really good shape on it. Yeah, good ball, but nobody else coming in at the back post. When you see Atkinson gets the ball wide here, he's only got one person to hit. Barry Mackay's wide, Leon Boyce has come to the ball. They don't play with two midfield players. One, either of them will try and get in the box, so you're relying on your strikers there. So he only had Ellis Sims to hit, so as soon as it's over his head, the danger is gone, but great ball by Atkinson. Yeah, well, Robbie Nielsen just pondering things now, looking directly down the camera. Um, but he he may well look to turn to his bench now after Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has made the first move. It's always interesting, though. It's, it's a difficult one at 0-0 when your team's doing OK and you're, you're holding out and the Rangers aren't really pounding their goal. What do you do? And you, you said earlier, your forward players are playing quite well. They're usually the ones you would change. Yeah, it's an interesting time for, for Robbie Nielsen. Does he stick or twist? Ryan Kent just trying to put John Suter under pressure there but he finds Nathaniel Atkinson plays it down the right for Liam Boyce who does well to hold it up plays it inside for Atkinson who tries to cut the ball across the face of goal it was a good opening for Hearts Rangers have managed to get the ball away and win the throw in Nathaniel Atkinson is down and he's injured he's off the park at the moment but it's just getting injured does he yeah <laughs> just injured as he tried to cross that ball across the face of goal but it was good play between Atkinson and Liam Boyce just to create that space inside the box yeah I think he struggled a wee bit defensively Atkinson he's not really getting to the game too much but uh, last couple of minutes good ball in the box and a really good kind of one-two almost with, with Liam Boyce gets in the inside right position getting to a good area he did what he could because he was closed down by two players but clearly he's taking a sore one there because he's he's still down yeah Ryan Kent was just sliding in to try and block that ball across the face of goal and 
think caught Nathaniel Atkinson who's back on his feet and making a long long trip all the way back to his position you can just see him coming into screen now and Rangers now trying to launch an attack of their own after Hart's first real spell of pressure in this second half but we've not really seen anything of Scott Wright so far in the first couple no. of minutes well with three quarters of the game gone now and more and more it looks like a solitary goal will win the Scottish Cup so here's Bassey with a cross yeah cross from Calvin Bassey it's deep James Tavernier just having to head that back outside the box it's a nice flick by Lundstrom Rangers have gone all the way back to Leon Balligan we'll have to start again if they want to create anything from this Goldson and it was a nice idea from Connor Goldson just playing the ball in the inside channel for James Tavernier but just had too much on it and it rolls all the way through for uh, Craig Gordon to gather and a few nervous looking Rangers fans in the stand there yeah the tempo's going out of their game a wee bit as it happened in the first half you know you had to sort of both teams having a spell of dominance, a spell of pressure. It's hard through the last five minutes of it, a wee bit more of the pressure. But the tempo's going out of the Rangers game. They came out in the second half really on the front foot. But uh, other than Bassey, nobody really getting forward. We've not seen much of Tavernier. The L, of course, is off now. So we haven't seen Scott Wright get into the game so far in the last few minutes as well. T- Kent, not really much coming from him. So Rangers fans looking for a wee bit of life from the team. Yeah, well, here's Scott Wright now, his first involvement, getting onto a long ball from Connor Goldson, who. Right, having to go back the way and yeah Rangers just finding it hard to break down this heart side have a lot of bodies back don't they yeah so the way they play they play with three at the back they play four across the midfield and almost allow their front three to stay up front and they're the ones that create things so yeah it's from, from from a heart's point of view they're doing really really well they're defending brilliantly getting into good areas and they're also in the last five minutes showed a bit of danger on the break but uh, for all Rangers good start to the second half still not really had a, a save a proper save in the match from Craig Gordon well, could still be a good day for you at home Even if your team aren't in the Scottish Cup final Even if they don't win the Scottish Cup final And this is why Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Less than two hours to go That's because I'm just looking at the clock in front of me now It's less than two hours Until the end of Super Scoreboard Golden Goals We've been talking about this all season long And here we are in the final minutes of it Make sure you're involved in this competition As you could be the one walking away with over £36,000 What are you waiting for? It stands the current total at £36,500 It must be won by someone who's entered Plus, if Rangers score in this second half Or in extra time It might even go up before the end of this game All it takes is one single text How easy is that? So grab your phone now Text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only There's full terms and online entry For this competition at Clyde1.com Entry lines close at 6pm today So for your chance to be our winner At the end of today Text GOAL to 61025 Now, good luck Super scoreboard Golden goals Yeah well Ryan Kent there Just making a run back To try and Stop Nathaniel Atkinson He stopped him But illegally Says Willie Collum And that will be A free kick to Hearts Robbie Nielsen With his arms outstretched I think he wanted a Booking for Ryan Kent there Who's Breathing pretty heavily now Just thinking that uh, 20 minutes of the game To go Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Has to be thinking about Getting 
fresh legs other than he, he brought on Scott Wright Diallo went off uh, because I think there was a suspicion that he might get sent off uh, so Rangers now began to look a little tired I wonder if he might might look to Alec Lowry you know young lad who he spoke about in the media and has just got that wee bit something different that wee bit of creativity that Rangers have perhaps lacked Harfield full of energy in that number 10 role I wonder what he might look to, to, to Lowry Could be the young man's day To come on and do something magic Yeah, scored against Hearts Last weekend I've seen a lot of Rangers fans Since then Calling for him to get A lot more game time next season And you could really see that happening Just with the, the impact he's had In his limited minutes Over the past few weeks Yeah, well you hope uh, Every summer you hope That uh, the clubs don't Yeah, Scott Wright's run Yeah, there. good run by Scott Wright The 1-2 with Joe Aribo He's gone sliding in to try and get there and it will go out for a Rangers corner but that was positive from Scott Wright just driving towards the Hearts box and causing problems. Yeah. Um, Rangers know that uh, time is running out. They, some of them know that they'll be beginning to feel the pace a bit. A goal would be the thing to send a surge through the team. It's actually a good call by the assistant as well because the ball seemed to ricochet about three or four times back and forward before it went out for a corner as it is delivered now and John Souter is the man to head it away not once but twice. He's played well. Played very well for somebody that's hardly played in the last three months, four months he's been out. The serious injury and all the furore that surrounds him, he's been outstanding, John Souter. Yeah, well the hope for him and the hope for Rangers fans going into next season and for Scotland fans as well is that he can stay fit and get a consistent run of games and realise that potential because his ability's never really been in doubt. No, not, not at all. And uh, I think he'll find himself in the Scotland squad for the, the, the games that are coming up. We're going to have to have a big Scotland squad because the number of games we've got as well and uh, injuries to like some of uh, Liam Cooper's been struggling. Kieran Tierney's out as well in the centre-back areas. So they can just, uh, just slot in. He it, it, it just looks comfortable playing at the highest level. Looked full of thought there, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst mm. with the camera. Panning on him It's interesting now though Hugh Because Robbie Nielsen Might be thinking I'll take this extra time Yeah you know, I'll take this extra time I'll keep my subs yeah. how, how much do you think That could suit Hearts Just with the The weak yeah. Rangers have had And the, the sort of Mental and physical exhaustion From Wednesday night I think Hearts would be The, the much happier side If it was to Abs- go absolutely. To extra time Absolutely I think we are beginning To see signs of Just a wee bit of tiredness Prop coming into the Rangers the Rangers team The Rangers game It's just not that age They've had the better this half but there's not that wee sharpness that age That's what I was thinking Lowry might be somebody Fresh to, to, to bring on It's a nice Chance ball though. In for Joe Aribo Who's flashed across the face of goal Ryan Kent just Didn't get into the six yard box Quickly enough To get his foot on the ball But Calvin Bassey Great feet from him On the left To get by Liam Boyce But Nathaniel Atkinson Comes sliding in And it'll be another corner To Rangers there Joe is, Aribo um... just, just did well to, to get into the box A nice pass by Scott Wright But just no one in that six yard box The idea of extra time being in Hearts' favour Is contradicted though by the Scottish Cup semi-final Because that also went to extra time Three days after Rangers had been taken to extra time by Braga And Rangers of course as we all know Won in extra time So it doesn't necessarily follow that extra time would favour Hearts Is there a difference in in these two games just based on the fact that Maybe the, the heat conditions on Wednesday And the yeah. fact Rangers lost that game It might be a, a tougher turnaround for them Just mentally uh, Possibly But you know We've still got uh, Here comes Bassey Calvin Bassey driving forward Into the Hearts box uh, Finished with his right foot That's saved by Craig Gordon And he gets there at the second attempt as well But Calvin Bassey once again Causing problems yeah. for that Hearts defence Outstanding 
Outstanding. Yeah. Again, yes. gets the ball. Just positive. Positive. He's looking around, looking for a pass. Gap opens up and he thinks, oh, I'll just go myself here. Jinx past a couple of challenges, brings it onto his weaker foot, his right, but still manages to get a really good shot away. It's a good diving save by Craig Gordon. That's been the best save by either goalkeeper. So for, for all this, a decent play. It's at half chances, people get into good areas. Neither goal is a, a save to make like that. That was a good save by Gordon as well. I think also Hearts have been in disappointment in the second half in the sense of creating anything to worry John McLaughlin. They, they've done nothing at all, really. Uh, done well defensively. Suter and the goalkeeper, outstanding. Uh, but if your money was on anyone to score in regulation time, my money would be on Rangers. And I'm sure you'll all agree that I am flawless in these matters. <laughs> Well, exactly 15 minutes to go until the 90 are up at Hamden. Still goalless between Rangers and Hearts. Hearts yet to make a change. Rangers have made the one so far. Scott Wright on for Ahmad Diallo. I mean, you look at Liam Boyce, John Souter, Craig Halkett, three mm-hmm. players in the build-up. People are talking about how they'd hold up in this game. They're holding up very well. However, there is going to be one change. It is Liam Boyce coming off and it's our very own Andy Halliday coming on. Well, you'll need to be quick back here at five o'clock for the the, <laughs> the calls coming in. So it's um, a bit interesting to see where Andy plays, though. Um, does he go into that sort of right side position of the, of the attack? He can play anywhere, and he has played anywhere from right back. I saw him play right back up at Tannadice. Um But uh, it looks like he's going to come on and play in the right hand side of, a, of, a, of the attack, almost, almost maybe to play to, to stop Bassey getting forward. You know, just play him in that area on the right hand side ahead of Atkinson to, to give him a hand because Bassey's been the biggest threat in the second half so far. Yeah, well we'll wait and see just exactly where Andy Halliday slots into that. I'm sure uh he'll have been applauded on probably by both sets of fans <laughs> as he normally is when Hearts and Rangers play each other as James Tavernier tries to chase a ball down into the corner. He does corner, well to not yeah, only keep it in well. play but then to win a corner by kicking it off of Taylor Moore. Yeah, one one piece of brilliance from either side will win it now. Fifteen yeah. minutes to go. We're not seeing much from Hearts in an attacking sense. You know, that substitution to me was a cautious substitution by Robbie Nielsen. Maybe needed to to stop Bassey getting forward and a, a tiring Boyce having been injured in last week's game. But uh, Rangers look the more likely team, and they'll just be looking for one final effort, one good ball with Tavernier, one good header by somebody could just change this game. James Tavernier to whip this corner in. It's a better delivery. Joe Arriba at the front post to. He's claiming for something. He's not happy, but it was his header that went high and, and passed the goal. Who's who's Look at Van Bronckhurst thinking, who's his game changers? Did he bring on Ramsey? And if he's not on 15 minutes to go, is, is he fit at all? Was he just in the team the other night because of because of the penalties? Yeah, I suppose Lowry, it was a similar situation to Roof, Kemar Roof. Fashion Sakala. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got options there. But which, which decision is he going to make? It's, this is the time for big decisions by both managers. The one thing about Fashion Sakala is that when he comes on, he tends to be able to get into areas and get shots away. Whenever you see him come on as a late substitute, he always manages to get yeah. one or two shots away, which could be key in a game like this where he's just able to find that yard of space normally at an angle to, to test Craig Gordon. Yeah, he's better coming on, I think, as a wide player. And is he going to take Kent off? I think Kent's one of his favourites and one of the players that, for all, he can be frustratingly inconsistent. He's got a talent and he can create that winning chance. He's already taken... The yellow off and put right on. <clears throat> and would, could it be a rebo and drop a rebo deeper, or could it be Arfield drop a rebo de- deeper? Sorry. So decisions to be made by both managers. Yeah, I'm sure uh, all these things are going around Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's head at the moment. With what's that? Around 12 minutes left to play. I really think that Hearts have dropped out of the game. If they are playing for extra time, they've got a fair bit to go. Uh, John McLaughlin said one thing to do in the second half. He came out and he tidied up. 
uh, a ball that was involving a foot race with the Rangers defence and Ellis Sims and that's all he's had to do so Rangers want this finished in regulation time and they are the ones applying all the pressure yeah well the cross from James Tavernier has too much on it Ryan Kent having to chase that one down to keep it in play which he does at the moment and once again releases Calvin Bassey down the left this time cuts inside and is fouled by Andy Halliday or maybe not no, no, it's no. not given by Willie Collum and that one is Scott Arfield just bundling into the back of one of the Hearts players there but Calvin Bassey not sure he'll be too happy he felt he was fouled he's down holding his back now I'm not sure it was a foul I think he tried to cut back inside I think Andy Halliday got himself into a good position I think just as we as we said that's what he's here for you're going to see Bassey driving forward into the into the, the corner flag and usually they've got that ball in but Andy Halliday doing brilliantly chasing them all the way to the corner flag and getting a block in yeah well Halliday's first involvement in the game it looks as if he has gone into the centre of the park just be hey, maybe maybe not maybe he's out on the right wing I think the right yeah yeah just paired up with Calvin Bassi there Giovanni Van Bronckhorst not happy at all that that wasn't given as a foul given the the fourth official uh a verbal going over there um, <laughs> He does that every week yeah. For 90 minutes so I haven't watched him many times you. Goodness me Remember from 5 o'clock The open line We want to hear from you You can put your thoughts To the panel No matter what happens In this game I'm sure there will be plenty To talk about on What is really the The curtain closer Of the season So that will be from 5 o'clock onwards We'll get the guys At Hamden involved As well as both teams look to make changes at the moment. And it's Glenn Kamara and Ryan Jack are both stripped and ready to come on for Rangers. And Stephen Davis makes his way off the park to a standing ovation from the Rangers fans. And that looked like a man that's played his last game for Rangers here. Possibly, possibly. Um, but these players will need some time to think clearly about where they go from here. Um, so at the moment... All that should be on their minds is now 10 minutes of regulation time left in this cup final. If Hearts are intent on taking it to extra time, they're doing a good job of it because they don't seem intent on doing anything else. Uh, but Rangers again come forward and Hearts blocking well. Yeah, it was Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara on Scott Arfield and Stephen Davis off and... Hearts about to make their first change as well I think it's Josh Ginelli that's yeah. going to make his way on he's caused problems for teams before with his pace you in behind Ginelli be, you think it'd be Barry Mackay that's the obvious change unless he's going to change things dramatically it's Barry Mackay yeah surprise. of course their second change after Halliday it is Barry Mackay that's coming off for them it's got, it's got something Ginelli though he's got real pace and if you get him on the right day Good skill as well. He can threaten teams, so Rangers have to be very careful if, if he's on his on his day. Ginelli, um, a bit surprised about Kamara and Jack coming on there. You know, again talking about Lowry, talking about a forward change, maybe Kimar Roof. Clearly, Roof's really struggling, but you know, I'm not convinced Kamara's as, as effective further forward. I think he's better in the sitting two in there. So um, yeah, I would I would have maybe stuck Lowry on as a, as a number ten instead of going going win the cup. Yeah, well, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, he does seem to like Glenn Kamara slightly more advanced. And that looks like it's where he'll be playing at the moment as Ryan Jack gets involved for the first time. Rangers having to go all the way back to John McLaughlin. And there's been Scottish involvement down south. Ross Stewart has scored to make it 2-0 to Sunderland well, in up. the playoff final. So it looks as if they'll be 
going up Alex Neil, the manager as well We're just seeing the scenes there of him sliding Thousands of Sunderland fans at Wembley to see that one So Ross Stewart who could well make his Scotland debut In this, these upcoming games in the summer You think it's a good chance he'll be in the squad again Just based on his sheer goal return that he's had in League One at Sunderland this There's season as Rangers try to break into the box Kamara finding Kent who cuts it back at the byline and John Suter heading that one out for a corner better better by Rangers made their mind up quicker moved it quicker you know so all of a sudden just right just playing it into Kamara who takes up a good position inside left and he does it quickly to Kent who gets it into the box and good clearance again Perfect positioning by John Suter But that, that's better by Rangers when, when they slow the tempo down They allow Hearts to get back behind the ball That's when they struggle Yeah well Ahmad Diallo Had been taking the corners from The left side Earlier on in the game He's off so James Tavernier Will come a, all the way across And take this one The in-swinger Which is oh. headed And it's so close to an opener For Rangers Leon Balogun rose the highest And it just rippled the top of the net Well that was very close A terrific delivery from James Tavernier Another disappointing aspect of Ahmad Diallo's game is corner kicks were very poor. Uh, he, should he, I think Balogun should have yeah. scored there, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. He gets the run on John Suter. He's ahead of him by a yard and he's up early and he's six yards out at the front post. Great pace on the ball by Tavernier. He just needs to get a good contact on it, but uh, he, he's, he's just not quite been able to get above it. But you're right, Hugh. I think he should have scored there for six yards out. Yeah, that was much better than his deliveries have been from the other side so far so they'll be hoping they can create something else if they get another corner but time is ticking on at Hamden just six minutes of regulation time to go extra time and potentially penalties looming for both these teams one kick of the ball one header and the cup is won and there are still five minutes in which to do so Uh, so this is knife edge time and it's all about Rangers Hearts are only here to defend now. Glenn Kamara playing the ball into the box for Scott Wright who lays it off to John Lundstrom and it's a great block once again by John Souter who just came rushing out putting his body on the line and once again he heads a Ryan Kent cross clear. Rangers still looking for that opening but there's a man down for Hearts and Willie Collins had to stop the game. Nathaniel Atkinson it is who's down injured be a bit worried it was a head knock there just to come oh. together with two players it was a heavy collision I don't think there was anything in it but it was a bit of a heavy collision there yeah, but, opportunity uh, here a shot from about 20 odd yards from John Lundstrom but a good sliding block by John Suter it was he's uh, he's been up there him and Bassey for man of the match for me John Suter and we said before you know good pro questions are always asked of professional footballers and uh, their attitude and would his head be turned not in the slightest he has given his all for hearts and he's been outstanding well, yeah. it could not be any more tense now. Uh, four minutes to go of regulation time. Uh, Rangers doing all the pressing. Balogun should have scored. Diallo in the first half should have scored. Uh, but Rangers haven't given up at all. And they are pressing for this goal to not only avoid extra time, but win the Scottish Cup. Yeah, Rangers did get the drop ball after Nathaniel Atkinson went down and play was stopped. They're just trying to make the most of it and they will get a corner out on the left James Tavernier coming across to take it and they'll be hoping for something similar although they'll be hoping that Leon Balogun if he does get his head on it will be able to keep this one slightly further down well all about Rangers the Hearts have defended well but the 
they've got minutes left to keep on defending or the cup goes to Ibrox James Tavernier to take this one it was a dangerous looking ball that's dropped to Ryan Kent just plays it back out to the left for James Tavernier that one doesn't make it by the Hearts defenders at the front post and Rangers once again having to just recycle play start again Ryan Kent driving towards the Hearts box cuts inside this time he's dispossessed by Cammy Devlin You've found some energy though Rangers You know Last 10 minutes or so You know You're thinking Have they got that in them Will they start to show fatigue But they've got a new lease of life And they're really showing A real strong um, uh, Bit of play Putting pressure on Hearts Hearts can't get out their own half there's a, there's a bit of a life about Rangers at the moment Yeah well Hearts would have been hoping That they could just Get forward there But Cammy Devlin slipped Just allowed Rangers to win the ball back Once again As Ryan Jack Ooh. Curls one From about 25 yards out But that was never going to come round enough for it to dip into that far top corner. Fine lines though, Hugh. For yeah. the first Rangers season, they, they, they win this cup, and people will say, "Yeah, that has been a good season." You know, yeah. Europa League final, maybe should have won the league yeah, or had the opportunity to win the league and could have pushed on um, through through the way the the league cup against uh, Hart, Hib, sorry, and now won the Scottish Cup and the Europa League final. But if they lose this, then there'll be questions asked. Well, two and a half minutes to go of regulation time. Craig Gordon will put the ball into Rangers half of the field where it has been rarely seen in the second half uh, and now we have the opportunity for Hearts to see if they can get that kick with the ball or that header that settles the game Yeah well Hearts have won a corner there Josh Ginelli just throwing his arms up towards the Hearts crowd trying to cheer them on his first real involvement since he's come on the ball has been in the, the Hearts half pretty much well, he's since got the minute he stepped foot in the pitch but He's won them a corner He's read the situation Because Hearts on the park Have done nothing To galvanise the supporters Done nothing to make them Shout and ball That All they've done is defend Their goal Second half But here's a chance From the corner The corner that Liam Henderson whipped in And David Gray scored the winner yeah. Since 2016 So I'm just fans hope, hoping History doesn't repeat itself Hearts yeah, fans yeah. though Really back in their team now You can see them They finally get something to cheer Yeah the exact same spot It's Kingsley to deliver this time we know he's got a good delivery on him very good left foot as we saw in the semi-final a fantastic free kick that he scored he whips this one into the Rangers box but he'll Easy. be happy that lands in the hands of John McLaughlin yep. who will try to start an attack as Rangers get the ball up the park quickly with just over a minute left of the 90 it's good work by Rangers just to find a bit of space for Joe Arebo Hearts piling men back is Ryan Kent Bassey here he comes finds Bassey into the box oh. that one's blocked by John Souter and it'll go out for a throw in but you know, Ryan Kent Calvin Bassey two guys Brilliant. who played so much football on Wednesday once again still 90 minutes in the 90th minute of this game still getting forward at pace yeah they've, they've got a bit of life about them they found a, a new bit of energy Rangers and Bassey and Kent as you said I think they've been excellent in the second half combined really well Brilliant with Bassey He must have ran about 80-100 yards To get on that overlap And uh, just he's, he's cross just hit the first man Kent with a cross this time Headed away By John Souter I feel like I've said that <laughs> 25 <laughs> times today Possibly more than that But it does go to A blue shirt Hearts camped in their own box At the moment Just desperate Not to concede a late Late goal With just 10 seconds To go until we hit 90 minutes No sign yet Of how much is going to be added on there hasn't been too many stoppages in this game but Hearts win the ball back and, and immediately give it, give it away again to Glenn Kamara who's on the left side of the box John Souter just coming out to dispossess him three minutes added on 
There's a problem when you take take Boyce off and you change it um, to put Andy Halliday on to play a more defensive role. You don't have the player to get the ball out to. You know, Boyce was linking the play really well, and that's a problem for us. Scott Wright with the pass into Joe Aribo, and that oh. is a huge save by Craig Gordon, who celebrates that save. It looked as if it may well have been the moment for Rangers. Joe Aribo on the turn, the left-footed shot. It was heading towards the bottom corner, and Craig Gordon stuck out his left leg. And nicked it just by the post. That is a massive save from Craig Gordon. I thought Aribo might have had a penalty there as well. Somebody had a handful of his jersey yeah, before he got the, the shot yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, so what a save. Rangers, two minutes to go. Yeah, they do get a corner. James Tavernier delivers. Stephen Kingsley heads away this time. Connor Goldson helping it back into the box. Aribo did brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly, under real pressure there. Kent driving in, getting the ball into to Aribo's feet. And he's turned and just on the edge of the box. Terrific. Absolutely brilliant. And you see Hugh, despite Atkinson tugging his jersey, oh. he gets a really good shot away. I mean, Aribo couldn't have done much more. And if you looked, when they hit it, you think Craig Gordon's not going to get that. Just stuck out his left boot. And uh, if he was a size smaller in feet, he might not have got to that. But he got his toe to it and it went by the post. Brilliant save of the goalkeeper. And you can see by his reaction, he knows what that means. He's just kept hearts in the cup. Well, could this be costly? It's Cammy Devlin has fouled Scott Wright over just... On the right of the box It will be a free kick to Rangers A good opportunity for them to get a delivery With a minute and a half left of injury time After that huge save by Craig Gordon It just doesn't surprise you though With Craig Gordon anymore does it? No, he's getting better He's better now than I think he's ever been at his career He's had a wonderful season And a wonderful professional And he'll play on for a number of years Because he had a couple of years out of the game I'm sure he'll want to play on For another two or three years But uh, not an awful lot to do Despite Rangers being the better team but when he has done, he's made a couple of great saves. That was outstanding. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, James Tavernier to take this free kick from the right side of the box. Curls it in. It's a good delivery and the header is off the top of the bar. Scott Wright, of all people, was the man to get his head on the ball. Another late, late chance for Rangers. This time, the glancing header from about eight yards from Scott Wright, just nicking off the top of the bar. Craig Gordon knew it was going over, though. <laughs> I don't know about that I think he was watching oh, it anxiously maybe not. <laughs> He was watching it anxiously I think everybody was it Just caught the corner The junction of the of the post And the crossbar As you said Of all people Just got half a yard on Kingsley Scott right Good delivery by Tavernier And Rangers for all We were thinking you know, Will they tire towards the end of the game They've been outstanding In the last 20 minutes Just can't get that goal Yeah that'll give Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Encouragement Because he'll have been wondering How his players were going to fare But the fact that they've been on top in these latter stages yeah. will give them confidence that in extra time they can keep driving well Hearts are doing nothing to win the Scottish Cup they're doing all they can to prevent Rangers from winning it but they are doing nothing to win it for themselves and I think we've got extra time in our hands well that is the 90 minutes up let's go to the guys at Hamden full time it's Rangers nil. Hearts nil. this Scottish Cup final will either be decided in extra time or penalties because you cannot separate the sides during the 90 it certainly will be Rangers that feel that they could and should have won it particularly with that late onslaught but it wasn't to be in the first half end to end stuff some decent chances maybe the best chance of the half coming the way of Hearts and Ellis Sims whose effort came back off the outside of the post but after the break it really has been all Rangers a fast start Ryan Kent was in but Craig Gordon came out and smothered it Calvin Bassey had a run and shot saved it was then Leon Balogun's turn to head her over and then two chances in injury time golden chances Joe Rebo and he was having his shot pulled but he managed to get the shot off and how many times have we praised a wonder save from Craig Gordon he stuck out a left leg it sneaked past the post 
and there was even time for one more chance for Rangers from the set piece Scott Wright of all people with a header but that came back off the top of the crossbar and that is that the Scottish Cup final has gone the distance it will go to extra time between Rangers and Hearts and extra time is up next after the action it's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line well, it's not the open line quite yet because we are kicking off for extra time. Nil-nil between Rangers and Hearts in 90 minutes. And like Rangers did on Wednesday night, it's going to have to go to 120 and potentially beyond. We're back underway. And you'd think out of that second half, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would have been the happier of the two managers. Yeah, and I think his subs made a difference. Scott Wright's been excellent. He was involved in... The lovely pass to Joe Aribo for the chance for the brilliant Gordon save. And then, he, of course, he, he headed against the, the junction of the bar. He's also come off his line to link with Bassi a few times. Kamara's actually done really well. I was saying a bit Lowry, perhaps, being the one to come on. But Kamara has, has also done it, and as is Jack in the midfield. So, last 20 minutes or so, the substitutions have worked, except for getting that goal. And the big question now is, what do Hearts do? You know, Because they've made a couple of changes in an attacking sense. It probably need a change of formation almost, or... or or maybe even just a personnel change to move Andy Halliday back to, to left wing back or something to, to bring on a, an attacking player so I think all the questions are with, uh, with with Robbie Nielsen Rangers will push for the winner what does Robbie Nielsen do? does he play for penalties? well he's got a long way to go Fraser you know if he wants to play for penalties he's got 29 minutes to go uh, they're, they're not getting up the park cart uh, Ellis is isolated um, Boyce has gone off Barry Mackay has gone off uh, it's as you were It's a, a training exercise Where Hearts defend And Rangers attack Yeah one final Push for the season It's a good ball oh, in By oh Calvin Bassey And Joe Aribo's header Is over the bar Another good delivery By Calvin Bassey This time But Joe Aribo Just unable to keep That one down We're less than two minutes Into extra time We've had the first big chance Sitter Absolute sitter You know Similar to the Diallo one in, in normal time In the first half as well Lovely ball by Bassey from the left-hand side Whipped into six yards out Aribo gets a run in the defender Stephen Kingsley just do enough to put him off there? He's got to score I think Kingsley does a wee bit He's got to score He's got to score And that's just another one that uh, he, should have, he should have scored there And you could see by Giovanni van Bronckhurst's uh, reaction But Bassey again Into a brilliant area Great quality But that should be 1-0 Rangers But you've got to think the goal will come Because the, the, the pressure is incessant uh, Hearts cannot get up the park Wave after wave of Rangers attacks And here's another one Yeah Rangers certainly looking the most lively In extra time And they've won a corner as well And I'm not sure many people would have guessed That if we were going to extra time That Hearts would be the team That maybe look a bit more leggy Yeah I'm just thinking that Andrew Absolutely They do look leggy Atkinson the right hand side Getting caught out again um, Sutton and Halkett actually For the guys who have not played for a long time Have actually looked okay in the middle of defence But it's all Rangers at the moment I said just before the end of the 90 minutes Rangers have just found a, a burst of energy And I think they can see that one goal will settle this cup Yeah, James Tavernier to take this corner Rangers with plenty of men in the box And it's just too high for Leon Balogun But there will be the shot oh. from outside the box And we've got one of these at Hamden Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com an incredible finish by Ryan Jack from the edge of the box. Rangers take the lead in the Scottish Cup final. The third minute of extra time and it is a big, big goal. Hearts uh, are claiming for some infringement or other but what a finish for Ryan Jack. Uh, and ironic 
you know, Rangers taking to extra time and everyone thinking, oh, it was the extra time in Seville that will do for them. And in extra time, they have rifled in a goal from Ryan Jack. Well, Craig Gordon, we can see he's claiming for something. I think he's claiming... I'm not actually really sure. I thought originally it was maybe that he felt he was unsighted by Scott Wright, who possibly looks as if he was onside anyway. Yeah. But it actually just goes right over the top of Craig Gordon. It's really central, the strike from Ryan Jack. Just goes right over the top of Craig Gordon, off the underside of the bar, and Rangers have the lead it's just it's into a, extra time. It's, it's, a, it's a brilliant strike. effort. It's a brilliant strike. You know, and people might say it was within Craig Gordon's reach but I think he was just beaten by the pace of it and the fact it went under the bar I think you're right he was claiming for, for offside that perhaps Scott Wright was in his vision but Wright was onside I think somebody maybe to the left hand side was maybe standing offside position but they weren't interfering with, with Craig Gordon's vision and it's been coming it's been coming for the last 20 minutes half an hour of the game and the, and the start of the second half as well it's been all Rangers so now we're talking about questions now for, for Robbie Nielsen now even yeah. bigger questions how did they get back into the game but deserved by Rangers they found this energy great ball in by Tavernier and was headed to the edge of the box Brian Jack doesn't score many but when he does they, they tend to be absolutely brilliant what a strike it was he caught it so cleanly into the top corner yeah that'll mean a lot to him as well because he's missed a lot of football he's worked really hard to get back to where he is I've heard him speaking before the Europa League final and he was talking about how much Playing in that meant to him just because of the, the tough time he's had with injury, that'll feel like a, a massive, massive goal for him. Well, you know, Robbie Nielsen has got to change his system into one where they at least look for a goal. Uh, as you said, they, they, they look leggy. Uh, Ellis is more and more isolated up there. Um, Rangers are rampant now that they have got their noses in front and it's a tremendous story of courage on their part because they've put aside the devastation of Seville and uh, Eintracht Frankfurt and they've gone into extra time again uh, and they still look the better, stronger, fitter of the two teams and they've got their noses in front. Yeah, well there's now the, the big shift between the two teams. Rangers now having to sit back, drop and defend and Hearts having to throw absolutely everything at this to try and get back into the game they do have the ball now but Rangers now on the break and it's three against two actually Ryan Kent driving forward Scott Wright has space on his right the ball maybe could have been better but he has the strike Scott Wright and we've got another one of these at Hamden Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Scott Wright finishing into the bottom corner from the edge of the box a quick fire double for Rangers and they look as if they're going to be lifting that trophy yeah game's done now um and I go back to my point it's a story of moral courage because they've lost a European final they look devastated in the heat of Seville they've come back here and they've been taken to extra time yet again and in extra time they have shown incredible courage bravery call it what you will I thought the pass was slightly under hit to Scott Wright but he (laughs) certainly made the most of it that's a really good finish yeah Yeah, and that's the end of the game for Hearts they can forget about looking for any sympathy because they did not do enough to win the cup. They did not do enough to take advantage of Rangers. Second half of regulation time, they were a non-event and within six minutes of extra time starting, they're done for. You look at the players that were breaking forward there, Ryan Kent on the ball, who played you know, the full game, 
on Wednesday night Scott Wright who played a big part Joe Arebo who played a big part the three of them with the three and Rangers are forwards here again Ryan Kent at angle cuts inside this time Hearts are able to get back but with Hearts trying to throw people forward they look very vulnerable at the back now yeah, well, that's, that's what the guys who play at the top level and play consistently, they've just got this extra gear. They've got this extra determination. And you've seen that from like Kent and Bassey and these people who played played 120 minutes. But we mentioned it just at the start of, of extra time. You know, I said that Wright had made a difference and you could see there was a brightness, there was a spark about him, there was an energy about him. And Hugh, you're absolutely spot on. The pass wasn't the best. Yeah. You know, for Ryan Kent, 3v2, I thought he should have rolled it in front of him. But because it came to him, he took a lovely touch out of his feet and just drilled it his foot went right through it low into the bottom right hand corner Craig Gordon no chance it nestled into the side net and no more than Rangers deserve they've, they've been terrific over the last half hour of the game and now in extra time I don't think we finished scoring either Andrew yeah well Hearts throwing everything at this and Rangers every time they go forward look like they're going to create an opportunity but what a moment for Scott Wright as well someone who I think a lot of people had written off at Rangers didn't think that he was going to make the cut and under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst he's, he's really improved and he's Become a, a valuable member of the squad. Sometimes circumstance gives you a chance, Andrew. And Yanis uh, Hadji picking up that injury, he was probably his biggest rival for that position. Uh, but he picked up the injury in January. Alfredo Morelos gets injured, Kemal Roof gets injured, and all of a sudden you're thrust into the spotlight in big games that you might not have played in anyway. And uh, he stepped up. I thought he was decent over and over in, in Seville as well. He had a few nice turns. But sometimes he's just got that, that ability to go and do something special. And that was a fantastic finish. I think any Aberdeen's fans watching may have turned off just two former Aberdeen players scoring an extra time to... <laughs> Do you think they're watching? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. I think Aberdeen fans would be happy to take the summer off the kind of season that they've had. Uh, finishing 10th in the Premiership. Uh, an awful lot of hard work to be done there. Uh, but Rangers are ending their season on a domestic high. After a European disappointment, they're ending on a domestic high. Uh, and I don't think they've finished scoring yet They're bringing on Gary Mackay, Stephen For Cochrane But too little, too late Yeah, there is going to be another change As Hugh said, Gary Mackay, Stephen on But he's got a, a big, big job to do If he's going to get Hearts back into this one And that second goal, just in quick succession Is huge for Rangers Just the mindset shift of of having to hold on to a one-goal lead And that changing to to two really early and extra time yeah the adrenaline's pumping through their veins you can see the lift that Rangers have got from the from the first goal second goal case in point and since then they've looked dangerous Kent bursting into the box uh, again you know just only two or three days after playing 120 minutes again showing a great desire just thwarted by, by Halkett and there's just a, a bounce to Rangers game they, they, they know they're going to win this cup they know that if they don't do anything daft just be professional be controlled keep the ball for straight hearts they know the, the, the cup's in the bag how big would this be for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst after everything that's happened this season missing out on the title missing yeah. out on the Europa League on Wednesday night to go into this just looking at Calvin Bassey who's still working so hard to get down that left side the delivery not quite on point there but yeah how, how big will this be for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? Uh, very big for a variety of reasons uh, you cannot go on being the manager who doesn't win things Celtic have taken the lead and deservedly so Eintracht Frankfurt defeated Rangers in the Europa League final uh, so you, you know they went out of the Premier Sports Cup to Hibs at Hamden uh, you cannot go on being the man who doesn't win things so he's now got a trophy under his belt and it's the manner in which Rangers have 
taken the cup You know, they, they've gone into extra time At which point we were led to believe They would have nothing at all left in the tank Nothing And they have gone into extra time With a ferocious start You need to be uh, a good goal scorer To beat Craig Gordon And they have had two wonderful goals Rangers And they are now enjoying their ascendancy here Hearts just look spent yeah, Rangers happy just to drop the tempo They could have driven forward with Joe Rebo on the attack But they just decide to check back and pass the ball around And they'll be happy to do that as much as they can Before yeah. that full-time whistle Yeah, they'll, they'll want to just drag uh, Hearts forward And try and hit them on the break And the, the more Hearts come forward The, the more they've got a chance of a, of a second goal But uh, I think even during the whole second half We're saying the questions were The managers, what substitutions would they make You know, What changes would they make You know, Especially when it's nil-nil And... Uh, uh, when Brockhurst has brought on Ryan Jack He's brought on Kamara Who's been excellent He's brought on Scott Wright Two of them have scored the goals And Kamara has done well So the changes have been perfect They've brought a bit of life And an energy to, to Rangers That they were just beginning to lose And uh, they're absolutely cruise control now The gaps are beginning to show Because hearts are done Yeah, Glenn Kamara switching the ball out To Ryan Kent on the left side Is touchy Initially gave the ball away But wins it back from Nathaniel Atkinson And Hearts not pressing Rangers too much when they're no. on the ball here. I think they're done. I think they're yeah. done physically, mentally. I think they're done. Yeah, that will have felt like a sucker punch. That two goal salvo from you know it's not just Rangers two goals. You know it's the the, the the way in which the goals were scored. You know Ryan Jack has rifled this shot beyond Craig Gordon, and um, Wright has taken a, an under hit pass and made the most of it uh, with a terrific. Strike uh, again To beat a very good goalkeeper And that's why Rangers are just spraying the ball about The the, the fans are no doubt will be uh, In celebratory mood already The Hearts fans will be leaving the ground uh, And Hearts have been a disappointment to themselves On Cup Final Day uh, they, they, they were promising In the beginning phase uh, The opening phase of the game But they dropped out of this game a long time ago. Yeah, they look defeated, don't they, Hearts? Yeah. Struggling to yeah. keep up with the pace of Rangers who are still going. Ryan Kemp with a shot from the edge of the box. And that one goes high and wide should've as done, Ryan Kemp done puts better. his hands on his knees. He did all the hard work and then just slashed at it and has come off the side of his foot. But he picks up in the halfway line here. And when he does it does it like this, he does things quickly and he's direct. He's, he's very, very difficult to stop. When, when Kent slows things down... That's when the defenders can get around them, but that was that was excellent play. But uh, you, you're spot on, Hugh. The first half, you'd have thought at half time, Hearts would have been invigorated. You'd have oh. thought, you'd have thought, you know, we've given as good as we've got. Sims has hit the posts. They've had spells where they've had uh, had good spells of pressure, but the second half, Rangers have come out and just blown them away. Well, Leon Balligan, that's good defending there, just to take the ball away from Josh Janelli, and I think he's actually won a free kick just at the edge of his own box. Leon Balligan, but just thirty seconds remaining of the first half of extra time, two goals. From Rangers And they're in the driving seat now And it would have to be an absolute miracle for Hearts If they were to force this one to penalties Well when was it, I can't remember John McLaughlin Having anything to do At all Other than the, the, the Ellis Sims hitting the ball Off the post Very very That seems like a week ago <laughs> uh, 
He's had nothing to do Hearts have presented No threat And it's half time Yeah well it's all change In the first half of extra time Let's go to Hamden With Gordon and the guys Rangers 2 Hearts nil. We played 93 minutes We couldn't get a goal And within 6 minutes Of extra time This Scottish Cup final Is pretty much over Rangers came flying out the traps just as they finished the 90 minutes in all truth Joe Rebo had a header over when it looked easier to score but it wasn't to prove costly for long the set piece fell to the edge of the box Ryan Jack took a touch rifled an unstoppable shot in off the underside of the bar even Craig Gordon the inspired Craig Gordon this season could do nothing about it and only three minutes later, the advantage was doubled and this cup tie officially looked like it got away from Hearts. It was a wonderful counter-attack from Rangers. Slipped into the path of Scott Wright. He still had a lot to do, but he knocked out his feet and drilled it low into the bottom corner again. Craig Gordon with no chance. And at half-time, in extra time, it's Rangers 2, Hearts nil, And Gordon Biel, you'd have to say the Scottish Cup final is over. Yeah, it's over, Gordon. I've got to say, uh, Rangers are up to pace and Hearts have just not been able to live with them at all. Rangers had one hand in the cup on Wednesday night after 60 minutes. They've got both hands on the Scottish Cup right now and they ain't letting it go. Alex Ray, it almost makes you wonder how Rangers couldn't find the breakthrough in the 90 because they've had so many chances and then they've just added to that in extra time where they finally found their shooting boots yeah and I think that was partly down to Craig Gordon got, they put a tremendous save off uh, from Joe Rebo with his foot and uh, from then on in Gordon you know hearts get deeper and deeper and deeper Rangers getting more and more dominant and you have to say the Ryan Jack strike was an excellent because it had to be something special to beat Craig Gordon and then obviously as you say the, the second goal was Scott Wright brilliant gets out his feet and drills it into the far corner I feel, I feel as if this tie's already done and again the physical effort Gordon there's only one side that looks stronger here and it's certainly not Hearts who supposedly had the rest during the week even in regular time Gordon I thought that Rangers finished the last 20 minutes dominant Hearts were hanging on they were on their knees they were really begging for extra time but Rangers have up to pace and punished Hearts and now they are going to lift the Scottish Cup in 15 minutes or so yeah Hearts have made a change at the break Aaron McInef has come on for Cammy Devlin whose race has run he looked visibly tired at the end of that opening period, Rangers are 15 minutes away from winning the Scottish Cup, ending the season with a trophy, getting their hands on this famous piece of silverware for the first time since 2009. They will make a change though before we get started. Joe Arrivo, who's put in some shift, has gone off and he's been replaced by Fashion Sakala. 15 minutes to go. The second half of extra time is underway. Yes, Fashion Sakala coming on for Rangers. McInef is on for Hearts as well. Cami Devlin coming off for him. And that's it's a tough job for them back and have to come on and, and do anything now. What what does Robbie Nielsen say to someone coming on at this stage? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Um he's a more attacking player than Devlin. And uh, the guys are right, Devlin's looked tired for quite some time. McInef will go and play off the front man as well. So he'll give him, give him another option, but uh, it's too late for Hearts. They just don't look as if they believe they can win it. I don't think they've got the physicality either. They're looking tired. So uh, f- from that point of view, I think their race is running. And Sakala will cause them problems because if Hearts do try and come forward, then you get the pace of Sakala to, to go in behind and take the ball up the other end of the park. Yeah, we've seen Rangers on the break plenty of times, just in extra time so far. So that's where Fashion Sakala could thrive just picking the ball up as he has here now and he's won a free kick as well just hauled back by Craig Halkett who will surely go into yeah. the referee's book Willie Collum 
Just jotting down Craig Halkett's name there, but that's what Fashion Sakala will offer Rangers in this final 15 minutes, just getting by and Craig Halkett forced to pull his shirt and stop the game. Yeah, you can hardly complain. Uh, it's just a slow, meandering walk to the the end of the pier for Hearts now. Uh, you know, they've, they've got nothing to offer. I'm, I'm just waiting for a third Rangers goal. Yeah, well, they look the, the most likely to score Fraser, don't they? They do, and uh, he's just as big as Sakala looking to deliver. Finds Scott right in the box, just tries to back heel it back into the path of Fashion Sakala, but Hearts are able to deal with that one. Yeah, Hal- Halkett's beginning to look tired. You know, he, he's not played for a long time, and uh, you know, it's been touch and go whether he would actually make it uh, to, to, to this game as well. So he's beginning to, to tire. And I said before the game as well, sometimes tiredness is, is a mental thing as well, and when you're down like this. And you can see the Hearts' heads are down and Sakala will cause them problems running behind like that. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a sore end to the season for Hearts, but it shouldn't overshadow the work that they've done in the no. league and awarded themselves with guaranteed European group stage football next season. And we always forget that they are the promoted club. You know, So for a promoted club to do what they have done is excellent. However, I, I do feel they've been a let down today. Their fans have been let down by the kind of performance that they have given. Um, and... For fans, it's a long time to wait to be put out your misery. Uh, so that's why the MH probably quite busy now. With John Sutter signing off at Hearts here, he can be proud of the performance he's put in today despite the result. I was just thinking, there's he cleared another one? That's what you said all yeah. day, Andrew. It's, it's, uh, the two common themes have been Bassey getting forward and, and putting in crosses and uh, Sutter clearing them. Yeah, no, he's been outstanding. He, he, he can have... He can have no qualms about his performance at all. He's been, he's been brilliant and he, he will be a good, good signing for Rangers if he can keep him fit. This is exactly what Rangers fans will want to end the season on a high going into next campaign with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Just having that piece of silverware, as you say, Hugh, that tangible sign of yeah. success. Yeah, uh, it's been a trying week for the Rangers supporters. Uh, desperately disappointing. And at least now they have a, a reason to party tonight. Uh, the summer will be a long one and a complicated and involved one because there'll be comings and goings as there will be at Celtic Park. Uh, but this time last week, Celtic had the title to celebrate. They had the trophy. They had the flag. This week, Rangers have the Scottish Cup. It's for the Rangers supporters to assess whether that's enough for them in a season in which they made it to a European final but had watched their greatest rivals win the title. Um, but they'll celebrate tonight because bad times will always find you out. But when the good times come along, enjoy them while you may. And you just wonder how many of these Rangers players will be celebrating their, their final piece of silverware yeah. at the club because so many question marks hanging over so many of the players with their futures some of their contracts are running out some are entering the last year of their deal there's players on loan deals as well could be all changed and this could be their last involvement yeah, it happens all the time nowadays at, uh, at football clubs it's very rare that they, you have a, a summer where there's not comings and goings you know Celtic had huge huge changes last season and probably not so many this year but Rangers I, th- I think will have a, a load of players going out you said some of them choosing not to not to stay, some maybe retiring, some wanting to stay but not getting a contract. And the key for me is, is the, the players who've got a year to go, they have to tie, either tie them up or perhaps even look to sell them. So, yeah, but a summer where I think Rangers will look upon, just fans will look back at this and say this was a, a, was a good season, but they could have won 
you get obviously the Europa League just on penalties but the league I think was the one that got away from their grasp they just poor performances at the start of the year and Celtic's brilliant run just turned it in Celtic's favour as well so that, that's something they'll be, they'll be looking at next year because I think it's the draws that killed them in January and February and it would be domestic cup success for Rangers which they've not tasted in a long long time Hugh 13 years since they last uh, won the Scottish Cup uh, six years ago they thought they had won it with an Andy Halliday goal and then David Gray of Hibs changed that one uh, so they've been a long time without that Scottish Cup it's astonishing for a club of Rangers size you know 13 years since they won the Scottish Cup but they're, they're enjoying this and they're going forward for a third goal yeah Scott Wright driving forward he finds Fashion Sakala at an angle and this time it's saved by Craig Gordon who throws the ball out quickly to try and get Hearts up the pitch Fashion Sakala maybe feeling he should have done better with that one I think the angle was just too much I think uh, Scott Wright did really well he, he came in from the right hand side Sakala ducked out to that right wing and Wright just dragged all the Hearts defenders towards him slipped a lovely pass into Sakala's path I think his touch just maybe just took him a wee bit too wide but no, I, I, think he, I think he was just on that angle. Craig Gordon got his, his angles right and made a good save. Just how big a difference does it make not having a trophy this season? The fact that Huge. the Rangers yeah. players will, will have something to, to celebrate and a medal at the end of the campaign. Oh, absolutely huge for them after all their efforts and uh, been so close in, in another couple of trophies. But we said before the game, if, if they didn't win this, it'd be 1-12. in 12. And when you're looking at the Gerrard years and this year with, with Van Brockers, these have been far better years for Rangers on the field of play, but to only have one trophy, I think they would have felt that was a poor return. And uh, as you say to you, 13 years. Oh. I mean, how many teams have won it? Inverness have won it since then. Hearts, Hibs, a whole load of clubs have won it since then. Well, it's not so, over yet. Nine and a half, eight and a half minutes to go, sorry. Hearts with a delivery into the box from a free kick that was eventually caught by John McLaughlin. Rangers, as has been the theme of extra time after they scored the goals, just getting forward again, but... Ryan Kent just happy to check inside slow the game down Hearts don't even really look like they're going to win the ball back No, they've had a poor day um, they, they looked lively initially but when Boyce and Mackay I thought Boyce did very well first half of regulation time I thought his movement and the way he was uh, passing the ball he, he looked outstanding uh, Barry Mackay never really get into the game the way a player of his calibre should uh, but once the two of them went off Hearts had no means of getting up the pitch and the Sims became ineffectual and Hearts just lost their way while Rangers I mean look at Rangers now there's no no talk of fatigue they, they are dominant they look as if the two goals have given them oxygen Yeah well and it, it's just impressive the, the way they've managed to keep up yeah. the pace and keep up the tempo despite 120 minutes in that heat on Wednesday night and it still is the same theme Hearts just tired trying to pass the ball around now but if they need to get back into this game they'll need a goal quickly they are coming forward now but once again Rangers winning the ball back Leon Balligan very calm at the edge of his own box just to pass it back to John McLaughlin who fires that one long I think Rangers arguably looked more sluggish in the first 20-25 minutes than they did towards the end of the game and perhaps that's just getting that sluggishness and that stiffness out of the legs early on because they would have been a wee bit sore a bit stiff but as the game's worn on I think just the way they played the up to tempo a wee bit and once you begin to play well and you get a couple of good efforts at goal and you're dominating the game. They just got a lift, and, and said before the substitutions have, have been have been the key. 
Jack and uh, Sakala breaking into the box now but John Souter does well to come across and block his run Jack and Wright in particular you know have, have been have been very bright in the midfield area of Jack and up front Scott Wright Kamara's done well and it's just lifted the whole team in the whole game and when you get two goals like that as well it just gives you something to just be professional and Hearts all of a sudden just can't seem to get out and as you said they'd already made their substitutions they'd taken off two of their key attacking players and they've got they've got very little up front to, to cause Rangers a threat and I don't think John McLaughlin in the whole 120 minutes or 150 minutes has had one particularly difficult save to make just that Sims effort off the post in the early, early stages do you think that was maybe a bit of a tactic from Rangers just to keep the tempo a bit slower, preserve a bit of energy at the at the start of the game? Obviously not planning to take it to extra time, but just so that they they would have a bit more energy towards the end of the game? I don't think so. I think Hearts, Hearts did well. I mean, you have to be fair to them. They came at Rangers in the early stages and they pressed them and they forced, got the ball forward early. They played off uh, Sims and Boyce was playing well and also tried to close down Rangers when they got the ball. So I think when you're a wee bit tired, a wee bit sluggish at the start of the game, sometimes that can happen. But as the game worn on and 20, 25 minutes gone, the tempo went out of the game a wee bit and since then Rangers have, have been by far and away the better team and you can look at lists of chances that they've had. You know, Diallo, Aribo, both should have scored a great save by Craig Gordon. Uh, Scott Wright hitting the junction of the crossbar in the post so they've had some good chances Rangers as well Yeah Rangers fans will have been hurting after Wednesday night Hugh but we just yeah. saw some pictures of them there dancing, celebrating they feel as if this one's wrapped up and it'll be a, a real contrast of emotions as we see some Hearts players making their it's Hearts not players that'd be quite the story if they were the ones making their way towards the exit some Hearts fans making their way towards the exit with just five minutes to go Yeah um, you know Rangers had to win this game they had to, on the final Saturday of the season, give their supporters something to console them after what happened in Seville. Um, you can argue, and people will, uh, that the Scottish Cup on its own is not much of a return, given that Rangers were the title holders and are now the title losers. Uh, Europe was astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. But it ended in misery. Uh so Rangers really had to end the last Saturday of the season with a trophy and giving the uh, supporters the chance to celebrate. And they are doing so. Rangers get that Hearts corner clear and John McLaughlin was going to come and gather the ball back into the box. Connor Goldson has headed away and Rangers will win that throw-in. <laughs> but remember, it's a bit later than expected, but we will have the open line. So Rangers fans... How happy are you that it looks as if the Scottish Cup trophy is on its way to Ibrox? Hearts fans, what are your thoughts on the game? Disappointment after that first half as well for Hearts. Look to match Rangers. We want to hear from you, so make sure 01419511025 will get your calls in and we'll head to the guys at Hamden as well who will go over this game and bring you the trophy lift look as at, well. Look at Calvin Bassey there. He, he wins that throw-in. He busts the gut to get over there, knock it off the Hearts player, win the throw in. We're, we're 117 minutes into this match. Uh, this guy was outstanding in Seville. He's been outstanding all day today. Uh, he's a force of nature, Calvin Bassey. Yeah, well, any potential suitors that quite liked what they saw on Wednesday will certainly continue to be impressed. I think one of the papers this morning had Aston Villa down as uh, scouts potentially coming to watch him in this game. and He'll have impressed them. And playing on a different position as well. Outstanding at left centre half during the week. Outstanding at left back. His fitness 
And uh, that's great for Rangers All these two games But the worrying thing For Rangers and the supporters Is that they are It's more and more likely With every game To get a bid That they can't turn down um, Well that's a, a good thing In a financial sense You know there might well be a, a, An offer that they just Can't refuse Well Hearts coming forward now Andy Halliday's cross From the right Goes out for A corner Blocked by John Lundstrom With just two minutes Remaining at Hamden Two first half Extra time goals Ryan Jack And Scott Wright with them and as Andy Halliday goes to deliver a corner for Hearts, it looks as if it will be the Scottish Cup heading back to Ibrooks. That corner is headed away by Glenn Kamara, back in towards the box by John Souter. And Ryan Kent just happily put that one far away into the air as time ticks on and the anticipation in the stands from the Rangers fans will be huge. Yeah, I don't think it'll be much stoppage time, so... There's been any substitutions in the extra time, so a minute and a half to go before the end of the game. And uh, oh, this, this game is oh, going. Oh, well, here we mentality. go. Alan McGregor, and I think it's fair to say this will be his Rangers goodbye because with one minute left of extra time, John McLaughlin is going to come off. Alan McGregor is going to come on to make his final Rangers appearance, and it will be his fourth Scottish Cup medal, but it will be his first Scottish Cup final appearance. And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst making the sentimental move of getting him onto the pitch to a standing ovation from the Rangers supporters. Well, that's a great gesture. Um, John McLaughlin need not feel that he has been slighted in any way. Uh, the club are paying tribute to someone who has been magnificent for them. Uh, and that is confirmation now that uh, John, uh, that Alan McGregor's time at Rangers is up or will be in roughly... 45 seconds uh, So Fraser Who said there was no room For sentimentality <laughs> Well who said That he would come on Near the end of the game I think it was Alec Ray He must have had Insider knowledge From somewhere So that, that is a fantastic gesture But it's, I think it's quite sad To see Alan go But it comes to his all At some point And uh, he's probably decided He just can't do Another another season Another pre-season But he's been a fantastic servant On a couple of occasions For Rangers And uh, you're right It's uh, Sentimentality And the, the players have done it for him well, Ryan Kent breaking into the box The low strike is saved by Craig Gordon Will Ryan Kent get another opportunity Having to cut back in Glenn Kamara oh. with a strike And it's another save by Craig Gordon So Alan McGregor on at one end And then it's Craig Gordon trouble twice at the other end And Scott Wright How well does he do there yeah. Just to track back After 120 minutes Well he was on uh, Came off the bench But to track back Put the challenge in on Peter Haring To stop that potential Hearts attack And Craig Gordon who's made some good saves in this game had to make two more there but they will be in vain well but for Craig Gordon this would have been a heavy cup final defeat he's had magnificent saves all day long uh, so now a chance for Alan McGregor to actually touch the ball yeah we're hoping he doesn't concede in these final couple of minutes Alan McGregor after coming on it will be a hearts corner if they get time to take it because we are past the 120 minutes Giovanni Van Bronckhorst just asking the question to Nick Walsh who's the fourth official today of how long's left the corner will be allowed to be taken by Anton McInef one final chance for Hearts to get a goal back the ball comes into the box it's headed over and that will be full time at Hamden let's go to the guys at the stadium yes it's finished here Rangers 2 Hearts now and Rangers win the Scottish Cup they end the season with silverware, it's been a season of highs and lows and change and drama, but it all ends here at Hamden with Rangers as Scottish Cup winners. They did it with a 2-0 victory on the day. 
against Hearts. The sides couldn't be separated in the 90 minutes. On to extra time it went, but it was at that point that Rangers really, really blew Hearts away with two quick goals at the start of extra time. It was a Ryan Jack screamer that set Rangers on their way. And just a few moments later, Scott Wright with a low finish on the counter-attack. It continued really to be one-way traffic. Hearts had the odd effort here and there, but ultimately, in the end, it is Rangers who win this one and get their hands on that famous old trophy, Alex Ray. A deserved victory on the day. Yeah, I think they, particularly in the second half, Gordon, they were the most dominant team. Uh, they were a goal threat, you know, in the second half as well. They just blow them away with that double uh, from uh, Jack and Scott Wright. Could have been a little bit more, Gordon. You have to say they were dead on their feet, Hearts. I think the options they had come off the bench weren't quite as strong as what Rangers had. And Rangers have won the Scottish Cup for the first time in uh, since 2009. Yeah, I thought uh, first half was even for me, Gordon. Thought Hearts put up a good show. Second half, especially when Hearts lost boys. I thought Rangers just dominated. Their fitness was incredible. We were talking about it, thinking would they have an effect from Wednesday night? Absolutely not. They finished the game so strong. 10-15 minutes before regular time. Hearts were on their knees. They were begging for a full-time whistle to go extra time. Maybe even get it to penalties. But Rangers just up the pace. Thoroughly deserved to be the Scottish Cup winners. On the balance of chances, Alex Ray, this really could have been anything. If you run through it and you can hear what it means to the Rangers fans. Yes, Ellis Sims had a chance in the first half for Hearts, but thereafter, Joribo had a header wide, so did Diallo. The second half was one-way traffic. Ryan Kent, Calvin Bassey, Leon Balogun, Joribo, Scott Wright, all had chances, and that's before we even got to extra time. Fashion Sakala had a chance to make it three late on, so in the balance of play, the balance of chances, this was a, a well-deserved victory for Rangers. Yeah, without doubt, the, they were so dominant uh, from the second half onwards, Gordon, you know, and we thought as if it got the, done, the job done within 90 minutes. However, you know, they dug deep. I think one of the things that Daz hits on is really important. The fitness level and the desire from this group of players is incredible because you put two hours in the other night, travelling back and all the emotion that goes with that. You could put a performance in that. It's full credit to them. They wanted to go in the high. As I said earlier on, you know, it's, it's McGregor got a cameo over the last couple of minutes as well, Gordon. Potentially that might be his last game. So the Rangers fans have been coming for a long time to these cup competitions, haven't delivered, and they've brought one home today. Yeah, James Tavernier leads his Rangers teammates over to the corner to party with the Rangers fans. They've had a tough old week, a tough old season in many ways, but they're enjoying this moment at Hamden. Of course, contrasting scenes down to our right. Very few Hearts fans left in the Hearts end. Robbie Nielsen takes his players around, waves to the fans, thanks them for their support but it really Gordon was the Hearts players that were dead on their feet at the end we spoke about the physical efforts of Rangers and the travel and the number of games but physically the effort from them today was second to none and Hearts could not cope with it yeah and put, put, add that uh, to the fact that the disappointment of losing that final when you go in the leading wins tonight they had to get over that a short uh, period of time Gordon Hearts put in a good effort in the first half thought they were right in the game I said they lost their best player for me boys but it was the fitness levels of Rangers they up to pace they moved the ball quicker Ryan Jack's goal in extra time was absolutely stunning deserved it and they're, they're worthy winners there's no doubt about that 
this will make up for a lot of heartbreaking Wednesday night. They'll enjoy it, the supporters are enjoying it, and they deserve it on the balance of play. Alan McGregor is being embraced by his teammates. The fans are giving him what surely is a final send-off. The clue was surely in that late substitution to bring him on for the last 90 seconds. I'm not sure he touched the ball, but I'm also not sure that that matters at all. Alex, what does it mean to Rangers to win this trophy, a club of this size, they've not won it since 2009. Since yeah. then, they've had to watch Dundee United win it, Hearts, Inverness, Hibs, St Johnston twice, Celtic six times, and finally, a club that is known to lift trophies like this is finally about to get their hands on that famous old piece of silverware. Yeah, because the longer it went on, Gordon, the longer people would be talking about this. You know, the fact that they've managed to get us some silverware. I'll give them belief going into the next couple of years as well. You know, I've been to this and I think it's going to be a really big see, uh, summer for Giovanni uh, Van Bronckhorst due to the fact that there's certain players going to be out of contract in the summer. You've got Golson. Uh, if we want to bring his own man, men in, you know, they generated some money as well. So I think overall with McGregor, uh, I think it's been a great afternoon for Rangers. Calvin Bassey gets the man of the match in the stadium. I don't think there will be too <laughs> many complaints. Rangers are about to get their hands on that trophy. You can get your calls in, by the way. We've not got long left. Thanks to extra time. But it's 01419511025. Give us a call and join us for Rangers lifting that Scottish Cup trophy next. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Rangers just about to get their hands on the Scottish Cup trophy after a 2-0 victory against Hearts in the final. James Tavernier led his teammates up the stairs. They were getting congratulatory high fives from the likes of Ali McCoist on the way up these famous steps. And James Tavernier trying to usher Stephen Davis, I think, towards the front as well. Perhaps that is another clue as to how Stephen Davis's Rangers career may well be reaching a conclusion. There are hugs from the captain to the man who opened the scoring. Ryan Jack sharing a moment, goal scorer and captain together as the players make their way up the stairs. Leon Balogun back into the team today, the final player up and, of course, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst a lot at stake for him today wouldn't have wanted to end his first season as Rangers manager trophyless came so close to getting the big one during the week in Seville but it is going to be the famous old one at hand and you can hear that sense of anticipation the Rangers fans are ready they're waiting just waiting patiently for James Tavernier to turn round first of all and pick up that trophy photo opportunities first of course everyone in line Giovanni Van Bronckhorst finally up the stairs as well, and here it goes. James Tavernier thinks about it. He turns round, two hands on that famous old trophy. And up it goes. The Rangers end at Hamden erupts, delighted with the way this season has ended. It's been a tough week, it's been an emotional week. The league didn't deliver. Europe came so, so close and made up for lots of it. And now the season has ended with success. It has ended with silverware. And these Rangers players and fans alike are enjoying this moment, Alex Ray. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. Waiting such a long time to get the hands on silverware. James Tavernier picked up title 55 last year. Took the club to a European final this year. Finally gets some more silverware. Yes, it's all about winning cups. You came in this game with a lot of pressure on the Malik after Wednesday night. They couldn't afford not to go home with the Scottish Cup. And I've got to say, I was very impressed after his first half. 
second half extra time, their fitness levels, their desire, their hunger, they created chance after chance, they deserve that, they'll certainly enjoy their Saturday night. Yes, each player getting a cheer in their own way, Calvin Bassey, a massive cheer for him, what an end to the season he's had, what a physical effort, and that cheer you can hear is because the manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst had to come in mid-season, had to try and recover from the upheaval of Steven Gerrard's departure and the trophy that he won as a player you know holds aloft to the Rangers fans as the Rangers manager Leon Balogun hands the trophy over to Alan McGregor this will be a special one for him is it going to be his last act in a Rangers jersey it certainly looks like it a safe pair of hands to deliver that Scottish Cup trophy back down the stairs to continue the celebrations on the middle of the pitch Hugh Keevans every time you lift the trophy in football it's a special one what does this one mean to Rangers though? Well, it means that no one can say they had a trophyless season. It means it's Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's first as the manager of the club. It means that the misery of midweek can now end in a Saturday night party. And then we'll assess the future as the days and weeks of the close season go by. But they get the award today because I think of their courage. They were taken to extra time for the second time. 64 hours between the end of the game in Seville and the start of the game in Glasgow and in extra time as they were in the semi-final against Celtic they have finished the stronger, fitter side scoring two magnificent goals there is absolutely no doubt that Rangers deservedly become the Scottish Cup holders now Hugh Keevans, avert your eyes, there's about to be a terrible waste of champagne, you wouldn't like that at all, but the champagne goes off, the fireworks, the pyrotechnics, the flames shoot into the night sky here at Hampton, Alfredo Morelos is down there as well, incredible to think that Rangers had to end this season without him or Kumar Roof for that matter, no recognised striker, he went so close in Europe and now the success that they craved has been delivered in the form of the Scottish Cup these Rangers fans have waited a long long time to see this again 2009 a Nacho Novo inspired win over Falkirk the last time Rangers got their hands on this Scottish Cup and they certainly are making up for lost time this afternoon not a single Rangers fan has vacated Hamden every single Hearts fan has left of course as you can imagine they're off to lick their wounds it's been a wonderful season for them that shouldn't be lost in this Alex Ray Hearts went all the way they finished up they got to the cup final they took Rangers to extra time fell short on the day but a word of of congratulations for what's been a great season for Hearts yeah I have to say I think Robbie Nielsen and uh, Lee McCullough the backroom team have done a wonderful job at Hearts to secure third place European football back exactly what you've been looking for you know the fans got right behind their team here today as well Gordon and they put in a really good shift the second half is a different proposition Rangers started to dominate and then they lost their way in injury time but listen plenty of credit to Hearts yeah I think they come in here this afternoon with great belief Alex especially after you know the heart of Rangers on Wednesday night they got all their big players back I don't think they were 100% fit but off a good show in the first half but second half and the extra time period was all about Rangers I thought Rangers were absolutely brilliant Robin Nielsen will be very proud of his players be very proud of the season he'll go away lick his wounds and regroup and hope to get a better season next year but well done Hart but today and tonight is all about Rangers yeah off go Rangers to celebrate Alan McGregor leading it arms out stretched dancing with Calvin Bassey and James Tavernier dancing if you can call it that he's probably at the dad dancing stage 
of his career but the Rangers fans and players are going to enjoy this moment together uh, Fraser Wishart what does this one mean to Rangers as far as you can tell it was a very important one Gordon I think we've spoken about it all day about how a trophyless season would again fingers be pointed to be one out of 12 so nearly season you know given the Europa League final second in the league having been ahead of Celtic and not being able to put it to bed so I think very important and also important for a number of these players who've been great servants over the years from Al McGregor to to, to Stephen Davis been there a long time Conor Goldson sorry been here for the last number of years again a terrific player for Rangers and you might never see them in a Rangers jersey again so for them I think important to sign off with a victory but I think more than anything else the performance at the first 45 was pretty even Hearts have been quite happy Rangers didn't really get into into top gear but from the start of the second half I think it was Kent drove to the byline got a cross in it was cleared Rangers dominated from then on and if I hadn't been for Craig Gordon that brilliant save with his boot uh, right on the 90th minute we wouldn't have had extra time but in extra time it could have been 4, 5, 6 so testament to their fitness testament to their attitude their desire that's what makes these guys top players yeah, Alan McGregor getting special attention, as you can imagine, over in the corner, just walking round. He kisses the Rangers badge, he applauds the Rangers fans, like he's done so many times. But you would have to say, Hugh Evans, this will be for the last time. Yeah, there's no other explanation for the substitution than the fact that Alan McGregor, after talking to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, has decided to call time on a memorable Rangers career a memorable career full stop uh, and I don't mind that act of sentimentality bringing him on why ever not there was no danger of the cup being lost even when putting Alan McGregor in goal you're, you're replacing arguably John McLaughlin with a better goalkeeper so I have no problem at all with sentimentality and uh, he has had a great career and he deserves that one final bow yeah James Tavernier and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst manager and captain together posing for photos with the Scottish Cup trophy of course adorned with the Rangers ribbons after they saw parts in the final and Gordon it is a, a big moment Alan McGregor getting most of the attention is this Stephen Davis's last game Conor Goldson's last game certainly you would imagine Ahmed Diallo returns no place for Aaron Ramsey uh, in the game today but again loan spell probably coming to an end without wasting or, or, or interrupting the Rangers party this could be the, the, the end of an era for, for a lot of this team yeah it's an emotional time for some of those players down there obviously we highlighted McGregor and he's lapping it up Gordon rightly so what a great way for him to go to win the Scottish Cup he's had a fantastic career the other players you're talking about question Mark Balligan like say Davis for instance I think you'll see the end of these guys Diallo, Aaron Ramsey going back wherever they to their clubs so it's a very emotional time for some of these players and they're quite rightly after the disappointment of Wednesday night the heart that they had to get through they're really lapping it up and enjoying their celebrations Absolutely, the Rangers players now over the advertising hoardings into the Rangers end posing for pictures in front of a group of Rangers fans, all the players um, making their way over slowly but surely. Some have decided to stay on the pitch actually. Um, there was a photographer scrum just in front there as the collector's item photographs get taken. And uh, this party's going to continue by the looks of it. Still very few, if any, empty seats in that Rangers end. They are lapping this up and enjoying the end. So what's been a, a, 
a long and yeah. dramatic season, Alex Ray. Of course, if you divide it per competition, there's no way that this Rangers team should be pleased with their league efforts. How could you? They were favourites, they were reigning champions, and it didn't turn out that way. There was so much discussion about how Europe had made up for a lot of that because Scottish teams don't get to European finals every day. And just to make sure, though, you don't want to end it trophyless. Yeah. That's what's happened today. Yeah, absolutely. It was vital that they actually got this trophy in the cabinet, Gordon. As we're looking at the players now, you look at certain players like Joe Rebo. I think he's 66 games over this campaign, which is a remarkable return. And uh, as you rightly say, Gordon, I think it's important to just lap up what's actually doing this for the Rangers fans at the moment. And if players are coming and going, they deal with that. I'd be interested to see what Giovanni brings to the table with his own men what uh, Ross Wilson brings to the table as well there'll be some finances available for them to uh, strengthen this group of players you know it's, it's more or less end of a cycle we see some of them will be going uh, and then there'll be new fresh blood yeah, I think there'll be changes Ali but I'll tell you what the biggest problem they're going to have I think in the summer it's not the ones that are leaving it's trying to hold on to somebody like Barcy oh. once again you know he played in the left back position the other night he was left centre back he was immense today he never stopped running this <laughs> lad man of match deservedly so it's been a brilliant day for him now listen the celebrations are continuing at hand but we've got very very important business to remind you of let's talk about wow. this before we go Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals less than one hour to go this is it, this is it. Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals ends in 10 minutes time no messing about anymore if you don't enter this competition right now you cannot win £37,000 wow. do you remember this the journey the journey yeah. we've been on £1,000 in the pot in January 250 or round about that a goal for Celtic and Rangers since then the two for Rangers today takes us up to £37,000 and it must be won by one person who's entered by one text so this is it your final chance get the phone out right now text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 it's £2 plus a standard message rate over 18s only and the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com but it closes at 6pm today this wow. genuinely is your last number? chance number? text GOAL to 61025 the winner will get the call on Monday good luck Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Golden Goals yes 5 minutes to go for us though we're still here just soaking up the post-match celebrations at Hamden, Hugh Keevans, and um, I know every Scottish Cup is celebrated and, and celebrated well. I just wonder if, if there's a bit of Wednesday in this. I'm looking at exactly what it means to the Rangers fans, and it looks like they're really soaking it up more than, than other Scottish Cup finals have been to, if that makes any sense, whether that's an absence of the trophy since 2009 or whether it is Wednesday night, what do you think? Combination of reasons, Gordon. Uh, it has been a long, dramatic season of highs and lows for Rangers. Consider the last eight days. Celtic win the title. Last uh, Saturday, they have their celebration party, take six goals off Motherwell, and then Rangers go to Seville, and we all know what happened there in a penalty kick shootout. Under those circumstances, Rangers cannot end today without winning the trophy. And they have 100% deserved to win the trophy. And it's interesting to see Aaron Ramsey and his young son posing for photographs. We know it'll be his last day in a Rangers jersey. Uh, he didn't go into the park, but... However this compensates to him for what happened in Seville, that's for him to tell us. 
But Rangers today have a cause for celebration And they earned it They deservedly won the match Hearts tried to stop Rangers from winning the cup But did not try to win the cup Rangers went out with a mindset That was all about determination Personal pride rising above muscle fatigue And rising above it, Gordon, by some considerable distance yeah, I thought someone had put Gordon Beale's iPod on, I must say, given that we've got ABBA playing here at Hamden. But I believe this has got some significance to the Rangers fans. It's a song they've been changing the lyrics to all season. And I can't, I can't believe I'm now Hugh Evans and just called it an iPod. It would be an iPhone now, of course, uh, for a modern man like yourself. But the Rangers are in slowly but surely starting to empty. I'm going to blame Rangers, though, Alex, for a number of things. First of all, they scored in the 93rd and 96th minute. Could you not have spared us extra time? We would have more chance to get phone calls in on the open line and the car park wouldn't be as busy for us to leave. But I don't think the Rangers fans will mind too much, Fraser Wishart, this Scottish Cup final. You know, it's always meant to be the, the, the thing that brings the curtain down on a Scottish football season. Yes, there's playoff business still to be decided. But when you look back on it from this point, what a campaign it's been. It has been. It's been terrific. I mean, Rangers' uh, European campaign just brought exciting football game in, game out, and a, a wonderful run to get to the Europa League final. Celtic's European run was ups and downs as well, but some brilliant football and the, the, the league campaign for the first time for many, many years. We actually had a battle. You know, had Rangers ahead, and they'll feel they should have and maybe could have pushed on, but they didn't. Celtic had a fantastic run, and Rangers dropped points at key points in the season, so Celtic went on to win the league. And at the end of the season, you know, we, we focus on the, the old firm a lot, but uh, I think both sets of fans will be happy. And I think the celebrations today are probably more around the nearly season that Rangers have had and the great European run. If it had been without that European run, I don't think they'd be quite as happy with only the Scottish Cup. But at the end of the season, it's been a great season all round and I've thoroughly enjoyed my football week in, week out. I'm starting to feel sorry for all the other Rangers players because the John Lundstrom song is just so much more popular than the rest as Belinda Carlisle plays out she'll be wondering why her career suddenly had a resurgence in Glasgow and the West uh, but it's all thanks to John Lundstrom and you could hear the cheer uh, that echoed round Hamden when that song came on the PA system here at the National Stadium and we are almost done that is it it's been a long a long old season Gordon DL when you look back on today specifically let's just give some more passing thought to the game itself and what Rangers did to deserve the victory yeah I thought they just showed courage Gordon um, you know they had to roll their sleeves up it's been a long journey, a long season a lot of games, the disappointment of Wednesday night, pressure on you go and lift this Scottish Cup for the supporters who travelled in hundreds of thousands over to Seville to watch them and they produced today and I've got to say I thought the biggest thing for me was their fitness it was absolutely brilliant they finished the, the regulation time brilliantly only for Craig Gordon we wouldn't have had extra time and then extra time it could have been in they wanted and they're celebrating with their wives their kids their families deservedly so and they'll enjoy this moment yeah absolutely there was pressure on going into this game going to try and get some silverware after a decent enough season you look at them going forward now you're just wondering who's going to be here who's not going to be here but it's the time for that celebration for these Rangers fans you know it's been such a long time Giovanni can now start the building process Yes, on to the future. I don't think the Rangers players or fans want to look too far beyond this evening, though. They 
are going to enjoy this moment because after a long season which could have ended trophyless of course that's what was at stake today it hasn't it's gone to plan for Rangers and they have their hands on the Scottish Cup it's the first time they've won this famous trophy since 2009 it's been a long old wait it's been a dramatic season and it ends with silverware for Rangers a victory against Hearts on the day a deserved victory goals from Ryan Jack and Scott Wright over the piece it went to extra time a physical effort for Rangers and that does leave many smiles on many faces in the Rangers end at Hamden it's been quite a season and we will look back on it all with you lot who've been a vital part of it on Monday night we're back for the final two hour show six o'clock I'll be there Hugh Keevans will be alongside me we'll look back not only on this Scottish Cup final but a wonderful, wonderful season in Scottish football as a whole. All that's left for me to do is say goodbye and hand over to the man you want on a Saturday night. It's Mr George Bowie and the GBX up next.